there are those times and sometimes it's somebody that I think will yeah. respond well and then it's don't care Ladies and gentlemen, dogs, and please pull up a chair and sit on your knees. We have a story to tell you that we are still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. My name is Henry Moses. And my name is Gabriel Moses. And we are super happy to be here. And we thank you for joining us wherever you might be. Wherever you might be. Including Yukon, Oklahoma. Goodness gracious, dude. I felt bad That's for Yukon. you. Is it Yukon? Anywhere, Oklahoma. Right out by Oklahoma City. Mustang, not Yukon. Why Oklahoma? Mustang, Oklahoma. Who do you think is more Christian? Okies or Texans? Well, we have a big fan in Oklahoma, so. Who that? I must say it's neck and neck. That actually lives in Mustang. Okay, who are we talking about? We're talking about Carmen Carmen Cosby. Carmen Cosby. Yep. Mm -hmm. Pastor Mm -hmm. Stan's daughter. Do you think she's a bigger Christian than you? Uh, Probably. <laughs> Politically. Who knows? I, like, I mean, I have no idea how you judge that. You cannot judge that because yeah. you'd, be, you'd be a lower Christian I'll tell you, to judge that. She's she's a louder Christian than I am. Oh, yeah? Oh, she's loud. Louder than you, I wonder. I'm fairly loud, but she's not. And what? She's not timid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> She's ready to jump into a battle at a moment's notice. She's a vocal person. I think it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And by loud, do we mean like decibel loud or talks a lot? Like she'll say what's got to be said, no matter how uncomfortable it makes people. My kind of person. Yeah, she's awesome. My kind of Christian. She's awesome. Yeah. I've been. And therefore, Mustang must be awesome. I don't know anything about it. I don't know anything about Oklahoma. It's the old rivalry. <laughs> I ain't gonna bash on an, on our on our little you know stepbrother state, but <laughs> you know <laughs> I'll, I'll put my arm around it and protect it. Well, that. but I, I will say I did a little visiting to that state right this week. Yeah, and that was yeah. that was a uh, <laughs> that was a mistake. You can definitely say it was a mistake, not because of the city. Or the state. Or the state. Because I was a week early getting there. Because of the visitor. Dude, I don't know what happened. How you get to a place a week early. Yeah. I don't. I'm very confused. We were, my our nephew Creighton, mm-hmm. we were supposed to go down there and go to this preaching seminar. Which I love. How to prepare a sermon and, and that, which is awesome. You know, thought that'd be really cool. So Creighton and I were going to go down there and do that. And, uh, I, man, I plan, I've been planning this for months. And get the, you know, motel set, so on and so forth. And so I thought, you know what? Got everything done Sunday night. We're supposed to be down there on Monday. Um, kicks off at 1 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, we get up at, I get up at five in the morning, exercise and, you know, finish the little bit of packing that I had left. Creighton and I are on, are showered. We're on the road by seven forty-five, seven fifty. We stop once for 
for a restroom break. We end up getting there at 1120. You know, sign in doesn't start until one. So we got time to go eat lunch. So we go to Longhorns. We're in Longhorns. Creighton runs the restroom. <laughs> I'm checking my email while he's running the restroom. And I, I get this email response from One Ministries. And it says, we look forward. The first thing it says is, we look forward to seeing you next week. Uh, and I'm like. Typo. Got to be a typo. I just, I'm like, why'd she say that? I mean, why, why would you say that? That's so weird. You know, and no way in my mind do I think we're, we could be off. Yeah. And then I thought, well, maybe this email came on Saturday to a response to a question that I'd sent on Friday, late Friday. So I thought maybe she responded on Saturday. I looked at my email wrong. And I look up and it's like, you know, like I said, it's 1145 or so. And no, 1120. And the email says 1045. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, it's fresh. I mean, you, you just feel it start to wash over you. Yeah. <sighs> And your temperature starts to go up a little bit and you're panicking. And so I rush to my little trip folder that I have for trip when I'm going on a trip. Anything that has to do with trip emails, I shove into that folder. Mm-hmm. So I rush over there to check my order confirmation. And yeah, this was on the 21st. And the confirmation was saying that the class was going to be or the seminar was going to be on the 28th. Oh. That would be a week early. So you want to talk about, and I was all the way there, three and a half hour drive. Hey, but look at this. At least it wasn't, uh, that was last week. You know? Yeah. That, that would sting even worse. Well, I am glad we didn't walk into the actual church <laughs> with our supplies. And I'm stuff. ready for my seminar. Yes. <laughs> and you know what's even funnier? What's even funnier is I just got, yes, Carrie, I did say funnier, not more funny. Or funner. Funner. That's what it is. Funner. Is it a word? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Funner yes, is a word. Is. Funner is a word. Funnier is a word. But <laughs> what's even funnier is uh, today I get in the email notification that my rooms will be ready for the 28th. So I even made the reservation for the rooms. Yeah. Which I just made that reservation a little over a week ago for the right date. Recent in the memory. And I still went a week early. I bet you I made the reservation for those rooms a day or two before we left. It You were For excited. the proper date. You I, were I excited. What happened? You were like, I can't wait. But it was funny. I want to get there now. It was funny. We were still back here by 4 o'clock in the afternoon. There and back again. Yeah. In seven hours, eight hours. A Hobbit's Tale by Henry Moses. So we drove, you know, 260 miles or something like that. 230, 230. I don't think it is. Golly. 230 miles to go eat at Longhorns that we could have driven about five miles and go eat at Longhorns. But you wouldn't have got that one-on-one time with your nephew. Which was fun. Especially um, the part of the time that he was sleeping. You know, a little bit of quiet. Yeah, it was fun. You know, listen to a bunch of podcasts. I love driving. I love the drive from here to to the stepbrother state. Do you yeah. listen to us podcast? No, I don't. <laughs> Neither do you. 
I didn't ask you to throw me under the bus. I just said, do but, you, do you, did you? I don't know. I don't like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> and I sure don't like the sound of your voice. So. <laughs> uh, that's why I love it. I'm right in your ear right now. Well, I'm right in your head. Ugh. Ugh. Why do I have to do this? Yeah, that's funny. We're doing this right on the note of talking to Boo earlier, our younger sister, youngest sister. Um, just had lunch with her and we were having a good conversation and she was talking about the maturity that she can hear. Cause she said she doesn't get to see you real often. Uh-uh. And she said, um, but she can hear you maturing, both of us maturing over the span of this podcast. Oh, that's hilarious. Growing up like, Oh geez. <laughs> yeah. So I guess all these discussions is helping the, the word of God. It's having its full effect. It's help. It helps be in the word of God, yeah. be in the discussion of the word. You will apparently become mature, <laughs> more mature. That was seen. I don't know if I could, I mean, maturity is, that's a relative term, right? I mean, no, that's a general thing. That's kind of general. Yeah. You, you're you either there or you're not. Mature or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, now, girls think all men are immature. Oh, yeah, right. That, but that's a worldly... He's so immature. That's a worldly blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Anytime anytime we do something that they don't like, he's so immature. And you love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're proud of it. Hey, immature people keep things interesting. But he's going to be like, right when I give you all a compliment. I know. I know. We can't Was it Dumb it. and Dumber? Yeah. Whenever the, like, they, he's mad, they're mad at each other. And so one disappears or something and the other one's walking or something. And he shows up Well, they run out of gas or something happened with their little dog mobile. But anyway, here comes, here comes one of the dumbs. I don't know which one is which. <laughs> and riding up on a little moped <laughs> thing. And he's like, got us some wheels. And, and Jim Carrey's looking at him like, you went and sold the the van and bought this? A little bitty moped. And and he's all happy. Jeff Daniels is all happy and smiling. And oh, he goes, I hate that show. What did he say? Just when I thought you couldn't be any dumber or something like that, you go and redeem yourself or something. <laughs> I can't remember what the exact line is. That's and then it. he acts like it's a great thing. He's like, I saved us, man. Get on. Yep. Let's go. On and our moped. All, oh, yeah. Riding around on their little moped, freezing. Yeah. <laughs> Not a happy visual. Just when I thought you couldn't be any less mature, you go and redeem yourself. That's right. There, I have no limits. Immaturity is, immaturity is, in a lot of ways, it's fun. How mature do you really want to be? Come on. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be wanna, stuffy. Yeah, see? You get too mature and you got a problem. You get too mature, you lose the zeal right. of we're, life. We're, we haven't looked up the definition of mature, but tell me what you would say the mature. definition of mature is. Boring. All right, fine. All right, all right. Mature... Behaving, behaving in a manner consistent with responsible decision making. 
Got Beha- that? Behaving in a manner consistent with responsible decision making. All right. Boring. All right. That's Boring. Kind of a fair. Trying to think how I'd define it. Be that. Uh, not goofy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Not goofy. Boring. Not fun. One. Mature. Who has a stick? No. No. Good oh, gosh. No? Okay. <laughs> you don't even know what I was going to say. I can define immature. H E N R Y. Define mature. Not it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if I was too mature, dude, my kids wouldn't, they wouldn't want to hang out with me. No. You know, you probably you, wouldn't. I think you got to find that. I think you got to find that happy meat. We should do a little experiment. Old man's got to be only old man. Fish got to be the fish. We should do a little project. Like pick a day, pick a day next week. And, and all day of that day, you act as mature as you possibly know how to all day. Oh, it'd be hilarious. You know, it depends on the day at work. Like, and I think that's it. Like, Mm -hmm. like you got to find your balance. Cause there are some days where I got no time for playing. Yeah. But are you mature? Completely. Oh, you percent. You talk yeah. all like a professional to your clients 100%. and and Yeah. That's why 100% I'm, like I'm hustling. That's why I'm more yeah. fun than you. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, I'm not even denying that. That's 100% true. 100% all day? 100% all day. There will be well, some which days day is that? just, you know, the busier it gets. Mm. The busier it gets. Down to business. There's no time to kill. Even I've said it, probably always will. No time to da, 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 Oh, is that a song or something? Yeah. There's no time to kill, no time to da, 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 da. It's a country song. Okay. There's no time to kill. I can't remember all If it ain't Garth Brooks, I don't know it. Maybe George Strait. Whatever, Alan Jackson. Tim McGraw. Yeah. Who's you that Patriot? Patriot McIntyre? Okay, yeah, for sure. Dolly Parton. Yeah. You don't know no Dolly Parton song. Yes, I do. What? Oh, the new one? No. With Zach Williams? No. And I Will Always Love You. Oh, only because you knew Whitney Houston sang it, and then you found out that Dolly Parton sang it. That's right. Even though Dolly Parton wrote it. Dolly wrote it. Dolly did write it. I bet people didn't know that. You know George Strait songs. Amarillo by Morning. You, You know, I guarantee you know a lot more. Is that George Strait? Where where the sidewalk ends, the road begins. From that from that movie. Well, Pure Country. I mean, that's a fun song. I, that is a fun song. Yeah, I do like that song. Toby Keith. It's catchy. Toby Keith. That's yeah. the guy I was looking for. The Patriot singer. Toby Keith. He's probably the toughest looking of them all. Uh, I think it's be him between him and. Uh, he wears those cut off flannels. Yeah. But who's, who's that big, huge one? God, what's his name? Exactly. What's his name? No, no. Travis Tritt. Don't. Big well, son of a gun. With the ponytail? Yeah. I mean. The dude that was on. I, still, I yeah, can only imagine. I can only imagine that he's was. Big, oh, he's that's so a big, deep-voiced. Yeah, but Toby Keith is who I think of more. You just like that song. 
I want to talk about me. I like all his songs, man. They're good. It is funny lyrics, though. That, yeah. I want to talk about me. And he doesn't. What's he, it say? I want to talk about me. I want to talk about I. I want to talk about number one. Oh, my, me, my. I don't know. What I think, what I want, what I feel. What Quit I, trying to sing everybody. What I do. Oh. I like talking about you, 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 usually. But occasionally, I want to talk about me. Hey. Me. 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 Yeah. That's why you like Toby Keith. I think everyone you would like agree. talking about you. Everyone would agree you like that song more than you me. like talking about you. You're the one that just sang it. You're the one I think of when I hear it play. <laughs> <sighs> the listener knows what's the truth here. Oh well, yeah, they know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they know. For sure. You got your memory verse? What time? How far are we in? 16 minutes and 20, 30 seconds. I do. Or I could go first. I'm good either way. Can't my hate your what you got? I'm gonna go with First Corinthians chapter fifteen, verse thirty-three. And it says, and this is a very recognizable verse, and I love it. Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good behavior. Bad company corrupts good behavior. And it's, it's, if you got any friend or any person who's in your life who you really like being around, I'm like, you gotta, you gotta check this all out. My kids, mm-hmm. but they're friends. I'm always wondering, who are you gonna be friends with? Mm-hmm. Who are you gonna be mm-hmm. friend as, or, and, and bring into your little circle of what you choose to be around? And, Especially kids don't know, but in many ways, all of us are like kids. I'm like, we live for a brief period of time. We learn some things, but man, we're, the Bible says we're like sheep. And I watch the kids that, Carrie and I watch the kids, uh, or that our kids befriend. And we always go, oh man, this is a really good one. Mm-hmm. This one's really awesome. But then as, a, as adults, you also go, well... Who am I gonna? Who am I gonna be in? Be allow or allow into my little circle? And sometimes, man, it's somebody who corrupts. They're not lifting up. They're not building up. They're not speaking God. I was at lunch a second ago with some realtors, mm-hmm. and um, there were what five of us? Five of us at the table. The majority of the conversation was about God. And I was blown away because you just wouldn't expect it. Mm -hmm. You'd expect business, worldly things. Mm -hmm. But we talked about do you die when you, or when you die, do you go straight to heaven or do you sleep for a little while? And I mean, this kicked off a whole variety of conversation about different churches around town preachers what what the thought out was on this preacher and that preacher and some of it wasn't so good i was like oh did i know that and um but it was fascinating to me dude because i was sitting there with my realtors and not expecting uh to have a bit of a bible study Mm -hmm. there we were talking god caught me off guard 
And then, of course, there's the other times that you're with somebody else and you expect them to really indulge in the Holy Spirit and uh, the Bible and what, what God teaches us about our lives and nothing. What is it? Do not be deceived. Bad company. What? Corrupts good behavior. Good behavior. That's what I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, and it's crazy because it starts out with do not be deceived. It's good character. In other words. Good character. Sorry. Yeah. Good. I think I've heard it good morals, depending on the translation. Yeah. But yeah. Um, it's just a fact that we can be deceived by that. I mean, how many times have you heard of, especially women, thinking they can ch- change a guy? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, so relationship-wise especially, boy, uh, you better be careful who you end up with because that, that's going to affect your life. Mm-hmm. You know, don't be thinking. And then if I'm – it's been a while since I've read it, but I think that may be the scripture that also says that you will actually be the one that has changed. You know, it's talking about – if it's not that, it's a different one, but it's talking about not surrounding yourself with wicked people thinking that you will change them, them because because you're going to be the one that, that that in the end is changed. Yeah. And uh, you can go into it with all the right, you know, that's why it says don't be deceived. Don't go into it thinking because we, because we will think that we want to be Superman. We want to save people. Right. And be a uh, hero. And, and in fact, it's, it, it will affect our spirits and our souls. I'll tell you what's funny is you can tell sometimes you're talking to somebody about, who God is, and you can tell in one ear and out that. Oh yeah, don't oh, yeah. care. Yeah, and I, really, I'd say a lot. Most of the time, I, I sense the opposite, which is crazy. I sense a bit of a softening of the heart, whether or not they ever choose God or not. But there, you're right. There are those times, and sometimes it's somebody that I think will yeah. respond well, and then it's don't care. Uh, it, yeah, like you said, in in one air, out the other. No head nodding, no, no sign of interest no. at all. In fact, disinterest. Yeah. Why are we talking about this? Yeah, and I, of course, we know, man, a lot. This is the most important thing of your life. Yeah, what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, but don't care. And you can that bad bad company deal. I'm like, whew, man. Sometimes it's exhausting being around people who just. Got no interest for God. Yeah. Whatsoever. Yeah. That's great. It's also super exciting and it makes you feel great when you're talking to somebody and you find out, no, they do love God. You're like, or they, or they, they're thinking about him. Anything. Or their heart's open to him. Yeah. You know, they've been contemplating about God. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Heck yeah. Just made my day. I had a little old realtor. That I was having a conversation, I think I talked about this on the last episode, but that I was talking about God with, you know, and and uh, just in the conversation, it was our first time talking, and she and she was like, man, I wish, I wish I was this bold to talk about the Lord the way you do. You did tell me about her. Yeah. I don't remember if it was on here or not. And, uh, and I just, for me, I was like, yeah, it's just from practice. It's from falling in deeper love. It's from maturing in my walk, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So yeah. you just get to the point where you're like, man, it's so important to bring him up. I have to. But you're right, though, coming back or swinging back around, man, you, you you can't. You can sense when you talk with somebody and bring up the Lord. Yeah, this person's at least 
willing to, to entertain the conversation or they're not. Mm-hmm. And if they're not, they're not. You know, that's not on you. It's between them and the Holy Spirit. But I sure don't, you sure want to be careful not to bring that into your inner circle. Well, it's all about influence. I'm like, who you allow to be mm-hmm. around you to influence you? What was mm-hmm. that movie? Uh, young Victoria. Pretty cool movie about mm-hmm. Queen Victoria. It was like the youngest sovereign mm-hmm. to ever live. Um, she she was so young, and whenever she got made the queen, um, she had to pick certain friends that she was going to allow to be in her company. And everybody wanted to have a say and a hand in who those friends would be because this little girl was ruling Great Britain. Mm-hmm. And it was it was just unheard of, so young, and they knew. Well, she's going to she's going to go along with what mm-hmm. her dearest friends are telling her, mm-hmm. what their opinions are. And so all these dignitaries and bureaucrats and royal people were all trying to get their person in her little circle and it's so funny it all boiled down to this one little chick that's ruling the country and i you know it just if you ever see that movie it's a really good movie i love Mm -hmm. it but if you see it you'll see how that influence matters and they and she was influenced poorly and made some poor decisions and man the country like revolted in a lot of ways i mean they were picketing outside the palace and how old was she like 14 <laughs> oh, oh yeah that's gonna happen you make a kid the ruler of world that's man. right that's right all right then and it's just influence yeah who you bad company corrupts good character who sure does you gotta be picky man why to i've got some friends oh we both know austin mm-hmm Man alive. Everything positive out of his mouth. Yep. Everything kind. Awesome. Everything yeah. encouraging. Yeah. And uh, and then I've got some other friends that I'm like, man, you'd act like death was on your doorstep and just your time's mm-hmm. up. Like it's, it's depressing. Where's the joy of the Lord in you? Yeah. 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 You got to use wisdom. There. Yeah. Well, all right, I'm going to dive into mine. Proverbs 25, verse 2. Kick it. It is the glory of God to conceal things. It is the glory of kings to seek things out. Kings? Yeah. I find that interesting. Why is it the glory of God to conceal things? I think it's just, I don't know why it's the glory of God to conceal things, but what I do know is that it's kind of encouraging because that speaks to the idea that there's no way we're going to know everything. We're not, Mm -hmm. we're not, but also, um, you know, Kings, Kings, wise Kings are going to seek things out. This is in Proverbs, obviously 25 verse two about wisdom. It was a King that was writing it, King Solomon. And, uh, and he was, one of the best all time at seeking things out, seeking mm-hmm. truth out, seeking wisdom out. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so he's talking about that, but even that, even that, you know, Kings have to seek it out. God actually conceals things that we will never know. There are things that God knows that we'll never know. We'll, we'll never grasp. Mm-hmm. 
you know, maybe when we get to eternity, maybe not. Because his ways will always be so much higher than our ways and thoughts. So you're just able to take security in that. In in that, if there's there are things, one, if there are things that you can't grasp, you have a hard time grasping the evil in the world or uh, you know bad things happening to good people, so on and so forth. You can understand that it's okay, and it's okay. One, it's okay that you don't understand. Two. It's the glory of kings to th- seek thing out, things out. We should be th- thinking things out. Not that that'll make us a king. But if it's the glory of kings, it's obviously the glory of us, All of us. to, to th- seek things out. But do we seek things out? And I know we kind of, kind of, you know, kick the dog or beat, beat the dog with this one. What's the phrase? Beat it. Horse beating a dead dog or dead, whatever, beating yeah. a dead horse, yeah, beating a dead horse on this one. But that we're always talking about. But man, I tell you, Gabe, you know, I, I put more time into studying the scripture as time goes on, and now it, it almost is the point that I feel like I don't have enough time. Even when I put in an hour or two hours, I feel like I need more time to study to understand. This morning, I was studying ways to study. I spent part of my morning watching YouTube videos on how to study the Bible and mm. and uh, trying to understand concordances better and Greek and Hebrew lexicons and mm. the different study tools. And I found a four-week course on on how to better study the Bible, and I'm going to do that. Mm. They're not four-week, four-day course. Not not real long. You do four courses. Um just to to have a better understanding of how to dig into the scriptures. Yeah, um, I want what's there. Like I, you thirst for more. And I remember Todd Friel talking about uh, talking about if you want a desire to read the Bible, start reading the Bible. You know, pick up the Bible and start reading it. It will come to you. The, the desire truth. will come as you go. You well, know? this this this. Subject is probably my favorite. That verse could easily be my favorite verse in the whole Bible. Bible, uh, even though I have a lot of great, there's great ones. But the the whole concept of trusting God mm-hmm. is is the number one thing. Probably in my life, one of the biggest changing moments of my life and my walk with God was whenever I realized. I need to just lay everything down and always trust him. Stop questioning stuff. And if the Bible says it, do it. If God says do it, do it. Trust. Trust that it is good, right, and the best plan for my life. And I love that he conceals things. We need that. I'm like, don't. People want to believe they know everything. And you can always tell the ones that think they really do because... They'll they'll like they get offended if you say that they're wrong, mm-hmm. and I'm like you you're saying you couldn't be wrong, yeah you could. You could be wrong. You mm-hmm. probably are wrong. We're probably all wrong most of the time, unless we're quoting the Bible. And in that way, you're not wrong. But then again, there's misquoting it or using the wrong quote at the the right you know the right quote. There are the plenty of people that do that. Yeah. And so I'm like trusting God that his way is good and right 
it's changed my life. I had to, I had to go through, uh, you know, the things of my path, mm-hmm. just like everybody does, to to where I hit that point where I was. I looked at all the things God had done. He kind of put it on my heart one day, and I just I realized, man, He's done all this stuff to line up things the way that that they would happen in mm-hmm. such a way that my life would be useful. Mm-hmm. And I realized nobody could do that. There's no way this could happen without God's hand on it. Mm-hmm. I need to trust him that he cares for me. He loves me. He wants me to be a part of his kingdom and to have a relationship with him. And I need to trust no matter mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. But it also, Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, seek and you will find. Seek and you will find. Do it. It's the ways of kings to seek it out. Yeah. You said, right? Yeah. I'm like, yep. This is the glory of kings to seek things out. To use wisdom, take the time to think about it. Take the time to process out the day, you know, um, problem solving and, you know, working through things. I'll tell you what, just to sit there and hope, essentially, if he just, you know, well, I'm going to you know, buckle up. We're going to hope for the best on this one without strategizing, planning, setting a goal, you know. Putting your hand to something. To get to where you want to be. That's foolishness. Yeah. I mean, it's foolishness or laziness. You got to put your hand yeah. to it. Yeah. I remember in the, the, one of my favorite things about the story of Joseph was, is as God blessed all that he put his hand to. And my whole thing on that is if he hadn't put his hand to something, he, how could God have blessed it? Yeah. He blessed what he put his hand to. Mm-hmm. You got to get to doing something. You got to, you got to begin to work with, People in need. Go visit the people in jail, the widowed woman, and all that. All all those things that Jesus talks about that says, if you didn't do it to the least of these, you didn't do it to me. And they're like, well, how did we ever treat you like that? Well, you didn't do it to the person. You didn't visit the guy in jail. I'm like, well, go visit the guy in jail or the woman in jail. Reach out to the homeless, the lowly, the poor. I'm like, there you go. Now your ministry will start to be blessed. Of course, and then people get real confused about my ministry or me. Am I going to be blessed? What what I do for me? Mm, I'm like, "Eh, I think he's always kingdom-minded. I think this is about your hand will be blessed as far as building his kingdom. His, Mm. the the glory of his name. Anyway. Hmm. Well, all right. Well, that one went by quick. It's a good day. Good scriptures. I like yours better. Mine was fun, but I like yours. It was pretty, probably will get you. It's so get you with that wisdom stuff. I need all the wisdom I can get. Best book in the Bible. Real quick before we end. Favorite book. Favorite book. I mean, it's got to be a gospel. I know, right? All right. Apart from the gospels. Apart from the gospels. Uh, For me? Yeah. uh, Either James or Philippians. Okay. Apart from those. Apart from those, uh, I mean, I read Proverbs every day. There you go. You hit it. That's the best one in the Bible. Perfect. What's at least one sixty-sixth favorite book of the Bible? A sixty-six. Yeah, we're just sixty-six books, right? Yeah, we're gonna get you to say Proverbs. Yeah, for me, Proverbs. Apart from the Gospels, how do you beat Proverbs, man? 
I was getting you to go. Yeah, ahead. well, so, right, because I'm all about instruction, which we're just about to dive off into other yeah, stuff. Yeah, we won't do but, it. But I, but I, I just need, so so James and Philippians really helped me with my walk yeah. a lot. Now, it's very specific. So Those books will go, oh, my gosh, I've yeah. been doing everything wrong. Yeah, I mean, they just help you to, to line yourself straight back. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's why those, but so does Proverbs, though. Yeah. You know, Proverbs is what gets you to thinking about wisdom. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if it wasn't for the book of Proverbs, I probably wouldn't think much about it. Yeah. You know, that's why yeah. I'll never be the wisest king to ever rule. <laughs> right. You know? That's right. All right. Well, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you uh, for the opportunity to fellowship and learn from those that are like-minded in you. We ask that you help us to do that. Lord, uh Please help us to seek your ways. Um, Thank you for being so far above us that we can't fully grasp it, the things that you conceal, but we sure will think them and we want to be more like you. We love you. We worship you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. Amen. thought you couldn't be any less mature you go and redeem yourself that's right there i have no limits (laughs) 